ladies and gentlemen, Corner Kick fam, welcome to Pod Taken Quickly, where we kind of break from our normal format and talk about some soccer news stories that we feel like you absolutely must hear. Nathan Strauss, what is going on in Sochi right now? So this is maybe the funniest story to come out of the soccer world in the last, like, I don't even know how long. Thanks to, first of all, before we start this, I want to give a big thanks to Slava Malamud at Slava Malamud on Twitter for really uh, breaking this story and bringing it to a Western audience. This is just a hilarious and incredibly stupid scandal. So the Russian Premier League, like many other soccer leagues from around the world, recently resumed. However, as was a possible risk beforehand, FC Rostov uh, didn't abide by quarantine measures. Someone caught COVID. And uh, by the time their training camp finished, they their entire team was forced to quarantine. Not just their entire first team, their entire reserve team and staff. So all 42 players and staff were quarantined, right? They were then coming up against a team that was third from the bottom. Uh, keep in mind that Rostov were battling for a Champions League place and maybe even the title. Um, and they were coming up against bottom-feeding side Sochi, a team that's owned by uh, Putin's cronies, per this Twitter thread. Uh, and basically, Rostov, as they had every right to do, petitioned, saying our entire team and reserve staff are abiding by quarantine measures, and obviously we cannot play this game. And then Sochi said, no, this is not our problem. We're not rescheduling. And the Russian Footballing Federation then came out and said, whatever, guys. So the game was going to take place. Rostov, in a uh, a show of, uh, whether you call it defiance or defeat, decided to field their entire youth team, uh, the youngest of these players being 16, the oldest being 19. None of them had trained in three months, and they were traveling to play against a complete, full adult team of professionals. This is like what you do in Football Manager when you're trying to get your first team side to regain fitness and you schedule a friendly against your own U18 team to just like, you know, get the players back into rhythm, except it was going to count in the the actual standings. This is a professional league that's frankly in the top eight leagues in the world per UEFA's coefficient. And uh, of course, what ended up happening is exactly what you would expect. Uh, Rostov scored, believe it or not, within the first minute of the game. So keep in mind. This team comprised of literal teenagers and adolescents was up 1-0 against a professional team before they would end up going on to lose 10-1. to Their goalie ended up uh, saving a penalty in the seventh minute and making 15 saves, setting a new Russian Premier League uh, record, as well as uh, winning the Man of the Match award. Meanwhile, Sochi showed them no mercy, playing their entire professional lineup including their strikers until like the 75th minute when they were up 9-1 and uh of course the game ended 10-1 but really you know Sochi are still the losers in this uh in this situation right and uh and Rostov can hold their heads high especially these kids and uh just what a ridiculous situation guys yeah there there are a few stories in the soccer world that require us to have an emergency podcast to cover them but this is just one of the strangest tales I've heard. I mean, look, the stats are just nuts. It was forty-five to two in favor of Sochi. Like this was, this was just unfair, inhumane. 
honestly, it's what I expected to happen in Belarus, considering they took like no safety measures. Um, but it seems fitting that it happened in Russia, and especially that it involved the team from Sochi, um, which, as we know, there are several sporting related issues um, at the Sochi Olympics. I think it's important to also mention that uh, FC Sochi is a feeder club for uh, another Putin kind of favored club in Zenit St. Petersburg, uh, exemplified by the fact that Alexander Kokorin, uh, a man who's famous for beating the absolute crap out of an old man in a cafe, uh, starts up front for FC Sochi, uh, even getting on, in on the act with a few goals. Yeah, I think this is all around just a, a classic example of foolishness in the face of like just kind of defiance in the face of common sense uh, from from Russia. The Russian Premier League, we know to be like kind of a, a place of extreme like fan hostility. Not the most, it's perhaps like not the most clean league from a player perspective. From literally league. any perspective. Yeah, honestly, any perspective that I could say. It, it's just it's i mean like i don't want to say that it's unsurprising that they have sort of flown in the face quarantine sense or possibility or like reasonableness but i'm honestly not not entirely shocked and the posts that fc sochi came out with on social media that they've since deleted uh <laughs> kind of exemplify this defiance in the face of just absolute common sense when it comes to covid19 uh slava malamud uh, one has he he's the, he's written some of the texts from one of FC Sochi's posts, and uh, the post reads, "Hey, we are all schoolboys at the one time. The field is even. The ball is round. Let's play, and uh, let's play." They did, uh, gents. One of my one of my favorite details from this story is the fact that the match was interrupted in the first half for a thank you to the doctors. <laughs> like. <laughs> <they're> just- <laughs> There's just like so many different layers of irony to this whole thing. Um, and like, obviously, it's a situation that you really could only see happening in Russia. Although, as Caleb and I mentioned the other night, uh, it, we could totally see it happening in Portugal, too. But uh, it's just totally ridiculous. And then uh, other news in broke from Russia this week that Malcolm, for the second time this season, that's right, the ex-Barcelona winger Malcolm, was the subject of racist taunts. Keep in mind, the stands were only 10% full because of COVID measures that the uh, the government put in place. Do you know how easy it would be to find out which like five fans that were who were doing this, like who were who were being racist and and, and subjecting them to this abuse? But of course, uh, Russian officials are not going to do anything about this, uh, and it's really a shame that this would happen. But it really shows how different. Uh, the Russian league is from really any other league in the planet. And uh, I will certainly not be supporting the Russian league anytime soon. Yeah. I mean like the Russian league's kind of, it's kind of like an emperor has no clothes situation with all these things, right? Like I don't even know if they're paying lip service to black lives matter. They probably aren't, but clearly they just don't care. Um, And then in regards to like the irony of, you know, saying thank you to all the medical staff as, they're forcing a team to play because they didn't actually follow the medical staff's recommendations. Um, it, it just, it all just seems like so like inauthentic, so kind of like unreal. And it's kind of just absurd that it, it continues to happen. Like, it's not even like hard, as you said, to find these layers of irony. They're just so abundant. 
I just want to say that uh, in a clip shared on Twitter by Slava Malamud, FC Sochi couldn't even win properly. Uh, when they were up 2-1, uh, Alexander Kokorin takes a just deliberate dive in the box, and then the referee uh, just awards a penalty right off the bat uh, without any hesitation, which is scored uh, to make it 3-1 at the time uh, before we uh, realized that this was going to become a just a absolute drubbing for the ages. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to turn turn your attention towards uh, a quote that Slava shares from uh, Dmitry Gubernyev, who is one of the most, quote, patriotic and jingoistic sports announcers uh, in all of Russia, in which he said, this match will raise the prestige of Russian football to unreachable heights. We and our children will be forever proud of this uncompromising struggle. So, uh, you know, Russian Premier League, I hope you're happy with that uncompromising struggle. Uh, <laughs> yes, this, this yes, this this literal beatdown of school children is all part of the teleological march of history. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna we're gonna link the uh, the Twitter thread that we're referencing in the description pod and uh we're also hopefully going to figure out a way to include this picture that i just sent of the shot map between the two teams it's actually hilarious it looks like the shot map of uh remember in the old fifa days when you could like play practice games in the arena and you could like make it so you were playing like 11 on 6 uh those are the days yeah this is this is pretty much what the what i would imagine a shot map would look like dude this shot uh, map looks like a surat painting <laughs> that's how many dots there are on the oh right my God. <laughs> it's that's a fun to list masterpiece yeah uh, <laughs> that's great i'm just thinking about like how hilarious would it be if like i don't know city were slated to play like i, I don't know west Brom, not west brom like uh like norwich and city were then forced to play their like U18 team against Norwich. I'm pretty sure City's U18 team would actually beat Norwich. No, dude, I was about to say, I think probably a better example is like Chelsea, Chelsea's youth team, which like wins the youth FA Cup like every year. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think if this happened in the Premier League <laughs> against a relegation team, I think that the uh, youth team would actually win, which is kind of sad. I also yeah. love how Rostov didn't even try to hide the fact that they weren't even like sending, like they weren't even like, I mean, they weren't even, like, attempting to compete in this one. They kind of, like, resigned themselves to defeat. Uh, Rostov's uh, coaching staff, their head coach, uh, Valerie Carpin, was reached out to for a comment. And he said, I don't know who is even traveling to Sochi. We were all locked up in quarantine. So, like, even, like, the Rostov staff know that this entire situation is, like, kind of bullshit. And, like, they're already, like, up against it. So, you know, props to Rostov for not, like, trying to mask uh, this... Just insane, ludicrous situation in any way. I mean, keep in mind that the coaching staff wasn't even at the game, right? It was it was only academy players and staff. So, like, it's such a ridiculous situation. Also, can we talk about how, Nick, your Russian accent is, like, three-quarters Russian, but, like, one-quarter Kermit the Frog? Listen, all I have to say is, uh... <laughs> 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 it's it's Russian Muppets. It's, uh... I'm trying to find another, I'm trying to find yeah, another tweet here. <laughs> supporting the great struggle um <laughs> i am supportive of the uh the great struggle of fc sochi and uh their main man alexander kokorin who can throw a chair 
at the old man drinking coffee in Russian cafe. Yep. <laughs> That's actually FC Sochi's new logo after this game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, like the NBA logo is Bill Russell yes, like, taking a over <laughs> the Russian Premier League logo. Coker is swinging a chair. That's some dude. That's so funny. Yeah. So what we've learned from this, oh, is dude. That- what? So she's sorry. Excuse me. So she's uh, kits are are like just look like Zenit's kits. <laughs> <laughs> They're blue and white. That's great. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they really are. I will say they do have a sick home stadium though. Are they the one that has that like wraparound screen? Uh, they have one of the former, one of the Olympic ones. Uh, but do you know which one I'm talking about? The one that has like the continuous LED screen around the entire interior of the stadium. Yeah, it was one of the, it was one of the world cup ones, right? Yes, 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 yes. Well, this is, I don't know. This is kind of like one of those like Bolton Wanderers. I remember last season were in such dire financial straits that like they had to field a lot of their youth talent for the majority of the season after already. Uh, incurring a points deduction but this isn't even like that sort of situation where like Rostov were I mean Rostov were forced into fielding a youth team but it was just because like like just some absolute just shenanigans on the part on the part of like Putin's sporting whims you know like so it's not even it's just like you can never see this happening in even like a league like even like a I know we give like Liga a lot of crap on this podcast, but you, like PSG would never like rock no, no, up or like not yeah. even PSG, like freaking. No, this would never happen in any place that has a like actual, you know, like FA that can control things because you wouldn't even restart a league if you're a country that has like case counts increasing rapidly, no control and no plan. Right? Like that's the part that's lost about this too, is it's not like, you know, Rostov are the only people getting coronavirus in Russia just by chance. It's like, no, the country is like exploding in cases. Like, this is not like Project Restart. This is like Project Apocalypse. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And when, when we say increasing rapidly, we mean like they have, they have seen daily average increases of 8,000 cases per day. And keeping in mind how much of Russia's population is clustered into like high density areas, like that could be really, really concerning. So, again, just a totally ridiculous and nonsensical situation. The the real winners that we can highlight are the goalkeeper, who at the age of 17 came in and saved a penalty and made 15 saves on 45 shots to be faced. Uh, and the losers are the Russian Federation, Putin, FC Sochi, the integrity of the Russian Premier League, Russian fans, and uh, the game of soccer, I would say. So it's a win overall. It's that's a win. Like, yeah, I would say uh, it's a win. <laughs> At least for Snatchy. Uh, good well, lord. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, not how to run a soccer league safely. You've heard it here first. If you needed any <laughs> any other example, look no farther than FC Sochi versus uh, FC Rostov. Um, that has been corner taken quickly, uh, where we break down news stories that are just too good to miss, like this one. Uh, we hope. Unlike the Russian Premier League, you are staying safe. Uh, stay safe. Stay away from Alexander Kokorin. I've been Nick Vinden. Caleb Rhodes. Nathan Strauss. And we will see you all next time.